How you doing, Jordan? Hey, doing well. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Just getting uh, around, anticipating sign up. And, oh yeah, that goes. Uh, is that at eight? Does that go live? At yes. Eight? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's at eight o'clock. So cool, cool. We'll, we'll not be much longer, and uh, it'll start. We'll see what happens. Did so. you have you sent out a link yet to that? Uh, Did you post it on Facebook or anything? Yeah. Oh, to the races? Yeah. Oh, you know me. It's all over the place. <laughs> okay. I was going to pull it up and keep an eye on it. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I posted it probably two or three times today, I guess. Okay. I haven't See? been on Facebook much today. So, yeah. I, um, I kind of have, but not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. You've been riding much? I see you done a big ride with Brian the other day. I did, yeah, and I I didn't get sick, so <laughs> that was a big day for me. That was I was super excited <clears throat> that I was actually able to finish it, and I mean we Brian was kind enough to to I had a few moments where you know I was kind of getting a little bit sick, and then we would stop and I would eat, and then we would take back off. So he was kind enough to do that, but that's the biggest hardest ride I've done in a long time without crapping out or having to call for help or something so right yeah i seen that ride it, it looked like a, a pretty good well, it was 62 miles wasn't it uh was it 62 or 67 something like that i yeah. pulled up on strava i can't remember what it was but um no we we cut out a couple miles of it so there was a trail portion that we cut out um mostly because I was afraid of getting sick and we were running out of daylight. So right. we had to act it, it was, in. But. We, uh, uh, Tyler and Mike Hinkle and I, we, we rode the gravel section of uh, 45 Sunday. And, uh, well, we, cut, we didn't do Middle Ridge. We went over and hit the pavement on 92. And mm-hmm. I thought, man, this is the funnest ride I've done in a long time. And I don't know if it's because I, I usually don't get a chance to ride with people. So I don't know if it's because I got to ride with people or uh, just because of the, the route. And, yeah, uh, yeah, riding and, with and people I, does make it a lot better. Right. And, you know, I know I always, a lot of, well, I don't think we asked Misty. I asked Misty, but a lot of times I ask people about what they think of gravel bikes. Is it a fad or here to stay? And I was like, man, this is awesome. <laughs> I mean, I, but I don't it. know I, why it is. I mean, I, I mean, a road ride would have been all right if, if that same route, but it's, I don't know, still something about a gravel bike. or I think there's something about just being off-road. It may not appeal to everyone, but there's just something that kind of lifts your spirit, uh, yeah. so to say, for yeah. me. No, I agree. I think it's... And which, see, that goes back, which is going to go to, to the uh, boondoggle all-roads that we're having in June in Jackson County. That, mm-hmm. that I mean, I know if somebody puts on races, you know, you want to hype it up. And obviously, you don't want to make it out to something that's not. But right, you don't want I it to think be boring. That, right, that, I think that everybody is going to love that ride over there just for the fact is that, I mean, it's, every, it's different. And we're only going to be on a little bit of road, what I call yellow line road. So everything mm-hmm. else is going to be gravels, back roads, farm roads. Yeah, it's kind of. I, I like rides like that a lot. Those are 
kind of my favorite kind of rides. Right. I, I remember this guy, he was writing an article, and I don't know what it was about, but he said, uh, he said, if you ever want to know the best places to eat, he said, you ask a local. And it's always this place that if you drove by and saw it, you're like, Lord, I would never eat there. Yep. And that, and that is true. I mean, and so that's kind of what I want this ride to be. I want this ride to be like, man, I didn't know that these roads was down here like this. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. Have, have you settled on a route? I mean, do you have it? Well, see, still... the, yeah, we're still working on it just because there's so much. Every, I mean, it's going to be a good route, but there's going to be, with any route, there's going to be a little niche that you go, oh, I wish this wasn't here. But there's one climb off of 290 Mill Creek, and I really, really want to add it in. But we have to go through McKee after we get done climbing it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I guess it's according to how serious you take your racing. But, you know, you could get held up a little bit for a car. So I don't know. Right. And, and I mean, and I've no, had that happen before. I got stuck behind a... <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Group of church vans going down to the <laughs> river, I guess. I don't know what they were doing, but well, they were going it, on that. I don't even remember what road it was, but it was a gravel, like super technical gravel road. Yeah, it was. Uh, dry, is that? I remember you telling me about that. You and Carrie was behind it, right? Well, I was actually I was by myself, and then Carrie caught up, and then okay, uh, several others caught back up, like Mary Pinta and and uh, I think who else. But, but anyway, yeah, several people caught back up. But, you know, I really don't know which way. I, I mean, I've got ideas of how I want to go with the boondoggle all roads. I really don't want to add nothing to that. Just leave it at that boondoggle all roads. Mm-hmm. And what I've thought about doing is offering prizes for the top 10 finishers, uh, men, and then the women. You know, we'd base that on how many we had. It would at least be the top three. And we may even go top 10, just according to how many – uh, we have show up and maybe ha- adding a, a, an award for the uh, maybe first all the way through third place of like an age group, say the first person that finishes, you know, that's 40 between 40 and 50. Cause I, right, I, right. I, I feel like a lot of times you throw race in it. And I, I mean, there's no way I would like to say I'd never do races, but this is something I think that I, I, I want people to come and enjoy. And I feel like a lot of times when you throw the label race on something, people just like, ah, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I no, don't I do races. And, yeah, and there's people that does 45 that are there just to do the course. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, I don't know what I really want to do with that. I don't know if I really want to. I would like to make it a timed event where if you finish – you, you want to ride it to have a good finishing time, but you do not want it to uh, – uh, I, I don't want it to intimidate people. So Right. right. Well, it's 8 o'clock. There was, there was uh, a ride that we did uh, in Arkansas called the Big Damn Bridge that was like that. Yeah. Um, it was timed, and they actually had a timer at the end of the course, but it was essentially just a century ride. Mm-hmm. You could race it if you wanted to. So, right. you know, and you got to see your finish time and where you finished and all this other stuff. So it was neat. Right. I, mean, I think right. ideas like that work. Right, right, right. Well, it's 8 o'clock and registration is open. 
So we'll see what if I wonder who'll be the first. Your dad's probably like I wouldn't be surprised if he'd he be the is. first. Yeah, <laughs> he might be. See. <laughs> well he's got that season pass, so he probably don't know. Right. Care. Right. That uh can I use that the code you gave me last time or is that I I'll I'll have to make you another one. And, okay, okay. And, I was and gonna say go if that works, I'll be the first. I'll sign up. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do it on though. I think I'll you know, as an employee of Boondoggle, you know, so that that's an advantage. It is. Yeah. It is. The pay. The pay. Yeah. You, you know, you're Boondoggle's highest paid employee, don't you? I know. That's. Dad, he'll get in here trying to get more, but. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay, I thought I had something here, but I didn't. Uh, I want to send Josh a link. Uh, tonight's guest on here is going to be josh lester he's the mastermind behind the trail at the laurel lake baptist camp and the awards man he's made some awesome awards hasn't he oh yeah yeah that's what I'm, i meant to ask if he was the guy that made those because I, I remembered you saying that but i couldn't remember if it was the same person or not right 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 uh so uh we'll have him on here you know what he's <clears throat> i've known him for a long time and uh he uh, just I met him through BMX. I know that sounds crazy, but they used to be a BMX track here in London, and uh, and he raced BMX, and so uh, that's how I got to know him. And uh, I'm gonna send you a code here. Let's see here. Oh, your dad sent me a message. He's uh oh. <laughs> Let me see if registration shows on here. I don't. Do you have it hidden? Do you know? I don't think so. It should be open. I think. Okay. I don't see anybody yet. Let me save us here. Uh. Yeah. So I, I learned. I've known Josh for a, a long time. So he uh, he raced BMX. He was rather. I mean, he was really like good. And uh, so I was very impressed with him. Yeah. First time I ever went out there, he, uh, I sent you a text. Uh, first time I ever met him, I mean, he, he, he's an excellent BMX rider. And he told me that uh, I had my saddle too high. <laughs> what, what was funny, I had a cruiser. It was a BMX bike. I don't know why mm -hmm. I bought it. And so uh, I had to, I, I pedaled all I come from my house or something to the BMX track. You know, I wanted good pedaling efficiency, so. <laughs> right, right. Up there. So you had so it, it, yeah, yeah. So it was funny. I had it. Send Josh a link here, and we'll get him on here. Now, he, he's not real technical. Tech, what's the word I'm looking for? Technical. Advanced. advanced. <laughs> yeah, this may not go good. I don't know. That'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll, be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be good. I'm trying to see. Uh, he's probably got a uh, dust in his hair. Uh oh, your dad said I've sent him invalid code. <laughs> uh -oh. He he was our winner for the uh, season pass. I knew that. Yeah, it was uh, the magazine. Is that right? The like oldest magazine or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I think he'd been saving them for a long time. <laughs> yeah, Just... he knew it was coming up. It just was, for that, yeah. Yeah. I don't even remember what magazine he had. 
Uh, I don't know. Boys yeah. Life? No, I don't know. <laughs> People Magazine from... Yeah. Probably was. Here we go. I'll sign up. All right. Here we go. Vacation. Hey, it's from you. All right. That was number one. Number one. The, get the number one plate. <laughs> number one starting position. You, you get know, to I, eat everyone I, out. I had the number one plate at the gravel championship that week. That, that week. is, yeah, 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 and yeah. That I ended up in the hospital. <laughs> so I think I'm going to forego the number one plate ever again. I think that's oh. probably bad luck for me. Yeah, so. It probably is. Well, you know, we had the golden number one uh, initially. It was back when we done the uh, the challenge. Uh, you know, we had the men's and women's winner, and they meet in the grand finals. And the first golden plate holder was uh, Blair Bowden. And then it was Olivia Shannon. And then I think Chris won the uh, last grand finals we had. Or, you know, Chris Shannon. And then yep. they moved to uh, Colorado and he took yep. the plate with him. <laughs> They're out in Colorado. Well, it's a prized possession. That's Yeah. So we may have to go out there and get it. Yeah. See what happens. <laughs> so, but yeah, he, uh, I, I guess they're still riding. We're friends on Facebook. He's, you know, he was yeah. a good rider. Yeah. He was. He was. He was very, very talented. Yeah, he's usually right up there near the top. Mm-hmm. So it's either him or Brian. He's smart with it too. I, I know he. I think he was a coach for a little while, and you know, he understands the kind of analytical aspects of of racing and riding and training and all that stuff. So right, I know. Uh, like I said, I well, obviously, I met him through the doing the races, and uh, I always liked him. He seemed like a good guy. He got the the whole shot at a whenever we had our first race, the the, the Boondoggle, the four hour race. Oh yeah, that's right. So yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that uh, it's funny because that one I forget who it was, but they had a drone that. Yeah, that was a uh, that was Ian uh, Hassel, the guy that. Owns Capital Bicycles. Okay, okay. He, he I uh, I've got that video somewhere on Facebook. But yeah, I, I don't, yeah. It's pretty neat. I mean, he like pulled a, a big whole shot, big. It was huge. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was uh, so it was really funny if you look at uh, the beginning of that race. Uh, Dad and I both missed our pedals mm-hmm. when we spun around and jumped on our saddles. So. You, the two Sands boys are like lagging way behind because we missed our <laughs> pedals. Right. Oh. So that was uh, that was a fun one. Yeah, I sent Josh a uh, a uh, a link, so I ain't heard from him yet. <laughs> okay. So we'll see what happens here. You guys get much added. rain down there? Uh well, I went to West Virginia. And, uh, so it rained on me pretty much all day uh, is working. And, uh, so I, where I was working and, but yeah, I guess it did where you're at. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's rained all day. It was actually storming a little bit ago, like lightning and thunder and everything. Mm-hmm. So kind of yeah. crazy in February. 
I got my, like I said, my license had got suspended, and so we, uh, we, uh, I had to, uh, I just got them back last Thursday. So I was I'm about getting... to ask, had you gotten it back yet? <laughs> yeah, I did, and uh, it was funny that uh, the first day back, I come back in to the transportation office, my boss said, he said, You've been back to work one day and somebody's already called in on you. I'm like, what? <laughs> he said, yeah. He said, you're blocking your parking lot. And uh, it was funny. What it was is uh, th- th- this store is just right outside. Well, I guess it is actually Charleston, West Virginia. But where it's at, I mean, there's nowhere to park. I mean, wherever you park, you're going to be in the way. Mm-hmm. And so uh, – uh, the lady is an eye doctor place, and she had called in on me and uh, said I was blocking the parking lot. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, I, I knew I was a little bit, but I kind of, you know, what I'm saying, I kind of glanced at. It. I thought, well, if, if they need, if they need to get in, they could go up and around. Right, right. So you know, to me, so. But now I went back there today, and what it was uh, last week, there was this car parked where I could have went. And it wasn't there. I thought, well, I'll park there. Well, I looked, and there was no parking signs there. So I don't know if they had just put those up. <laughs> so <laughs> they knew car... you were coming back. They were like, we got Well, you know, I know. I think, I, I wonder if they put that there so that that car wouldn't park there and I wouldn't block, block everything up. Yeah, I mean, it's I, possible. I don't know. That's yeah. So, but it was, uh, I all morning. I thought I will have to. She'll come out there and deal with that. Yeah, make sure she'll, call, the cops she'll call on you again. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't hear nothing, so they must. She must have been happy. So we'll, they're quick we'll... to do it. I mean, that reminds me of parking for college. That's even in Moorhead, they were uh, very strict, and you would get towed immediately if you were parked in the wrong spot. So, huh. well. I used to deliver down to Nashville and, uh, and I'll, I'll, and I'm talking like, uh, huh. Your dad sent me another message here, but anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he'll let you know. He messaged me too. All right. So I, t- t- tell him, I said, we'll take care of him here in a little bit. Yep. <laughs> So he's, we'll take care of it. Yeah, he won't. Uh, we won't leave him out. We won't leave him out. Uh, but I used to live down into Nashville, and I mean, I'm talking about it ain't the good part of Nashville. And I learned that if you needed to get in somewheres or do something, you just had to <laughs> block traffic, uh-huh. whatever you had to do. Because I mean, nobody. I mean. Every now and then you'd run across somebody that would be courteous and uh, they'd let you in or, 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 or give you room, but it's pretty much you just have to just <laughs> Yeah. You just have to you're in a truck and you're bigger, so <laughs> Yep. No, I understand that. That's well how uh, was... you, you was talking about uh with Brian on that big ride <clears throat> as far as training. You doing any training? You uh, how you feeling or yeah, I mean, I, I feel okay right now. Um, kind of gotten back into the routine. So I've 
had a few weeks with like intervals sessions in it and lifting weights and stuff like lower body weights. So kind of getting back into it, try not to overdo it too early and then right. screw myself over later on in the year. But it's easy to do that. Very easy to do that. You know, that's something so, I wish I would get more into and that's lifting. And I just, uh, I can't, I mean, I, it is. I just, I just can't do it. I mean, not. I mean, like physically, yeah, I can. But mentally, I just, I can't do it. You know, comparatively, it's very boring. Like, yeah, when you think of cycling or like running or something, it's very active, mm. and you're going somewhere and you're actually like doing things. Your heart rate's up the whole time. Lifting is not like that. But I've actually lifted weights for years because in high school, uh, everybody used to like to arm wrestle. Mm-hmm. And so everybody used to ask me because it's very small to arm wrestle because they knew they could beat me. So I started lifting weights probably about eighth <laughs> grade because I didn't want to lose anymore. So I started <laughs> and I've just always I've always lifted since then. So. Oh, yeah, like I said I, I did a little bit for a while in high school. I could I used to, which I can't remember what I weighed back then, but I, I used to could uh, bench press my weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of people that can't do that. Oh, I can't. Can you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't weigh nothing, though. Hey, Josh. Hey, Keith. You hear me? (laughs) We hear you. We we was beginning to wonder. We thought that you, uh, I told uh, Jordan, I said, uh, now, Josh ain't real technologically advanced sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's very true. Oh, was it not working, or it just took you a few minutes to get ready? Or yeah, no, my uh, uh, I'm in your your dad's camp, Jordan. I have an Android, uh, but it's not working on mine. So I'm I'm actually oh, gotcha. sitting at the the camp's office, um, and I just did it on the camp laptop, which happens to be an Apple, but it's working now. So yeah, you sound good. I mean, you, you, I mean, yeah, yeah, you sound. You sound good and clear and everything. Have you got? Is it just? Uh, is it? Have you got a microphone or just? I mean, or just uh, just using the computer itself. You ain't got an external microphone or anything. Right. It's just the computer's microphone. So. Well, it sounds good. I mean, it sound good on your mm-hmm. end, Jordan. Oh yeah, yeah. Sounds just fine. Typically, the Apple stuff's pretty good. So. Right. Well, I I, tell, uh, I figured that you'd probably had to w- either get the mud and dirt out of your hair or sawdust. I said you're probably either making trail or you are uh, making some awards. There you go. <laughs> those, I tell you what, those awards that is the tree and the bike, those are good looking. <laughs> uh, th- those have been a blast to make. In fact, I... I didn't even, I was kind of thinking about putting like first place on them, uh, mm-hmm. but I decided to leave that off. Like as I, I'm not an artist, but I felt like I created some kind of work art or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's a good idea. Cause that's, you, somebody could put that on their shelf or anything. Have you seen, you've seen them, haven't you, Jordan? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah Alyssa I, I has that. one. She got one at the, uh, Oh red, no, not those. These are like the, uh, they look like a, uh, I guess you'd say a pine tree, evergreen tree, and a bicycle. They're, they're what he made for the new event. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the old ones. No, uh-uh. Have you seen the I, new ones? I don't think so. Are they on Facebook? Yeah. 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 I'll have to go yeah. look at them. 
No, I hadn't. I hadn't seen them. Yeah, they're awesome. And I, I, what's funny is, uh, I showed them to the tourism lady there at Corbin, and she said, "How did they have a, a half marathon there uh, in I think November or something?" She said, "I need to get him to make me some awards." <laughs> so, <laughs> so I told Josh, I said, "I don't know if you got any, uh, if you needed any extra work or anything," but I said, "I may have got you some." <laughs> I could, I could, I could be your agent. There you go. Mm-hmm. And just, uh, and that way I could just, uh, you know, find you work and everything. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't need any more. Right. Now, there's a lot that we could talk about, like the camp, the trail, and kind of wondered where we should go. Uh, we'll go with the trail. We can always have you back on, I guess, and we'll see how time runs. We could get more into the camp, but but far as the trail now, when all right, how did all that come about? From I, I know you've biked for a while, but where where did you start? Like, you know, I need to build a trail here. <laughs> um, oh man, so. I don't know where to go with this. I, I, I'll try to make it short. Um, about five years ago, we got a survey done on our property. And I realized for the first time, it was a lot bigger than I thought. Right. Uh, there was an area that I'd never even really spent much time in at all. Um, that's just woods. And, uh, and I thought, man, it'd be really good to have a, a trail we needed more hiking trails anyway and uh we only had maybe two um decent hiking trails and uh so i i talked to the boss and he said yeah go ahead um and it gives us it gives us an ability to keep an eye on the property um and then consider using the accessing it and using it for different different things as well um so but at the same time, of course, I'm, uh, I, I was getting back into mountain biking after, uh, quite a long hiatus. And, um, and I thought, man, I, I really want something extra to ride. So, uh, every turn that I could squeeze an extra berm in, um, anywhere I could see a, a potential jump, uh, I built it. So, <laughs> um, the it's it's odd i kind of there are some climbs in it that are just kind of strange um part of that is because we're right next to uh, we're surrounded by the national forest and Mm -hmm. i had to i had to make sure i stayed off the national forest property um so there's a few climbs that you'll go why did they do that (laughs) right but uh there is a reason um whether or not it's good or not but uh and how i did it but that's kind of how it came to be. My right. background, my background is BMX, so you may <laughs> see some things and go, "Man, that doesn't look right for a mountain." <laughs> but uh, um, it it's fun, and uh, it's kind of I have to admit it's well, it's it's kind of like what you did over at Brosbo. Um, you built what you like to ride, right? And right. that's that's kind of what I did. Well. The way we, the thing with Broken Spoke is, it, it you know, 
it's got a like backwoods feel, but you're not in the backwoods. Sure. And and I, I didn't want to, but you know, I mean, PC Park. I, I guess it was. Yeah, it, it'd been there for a little bit, but I didn't want to make it like that because I feel like you, I think a lot of times you could fall into a cookie cutter uh, uh, syndrome, so to say, where everything's the same and. Mm-hmm. And broker spoke's not like that. To me, it's like you're backwoods riding, but you're in a park. <laughs> sure, sure. And yours, is, to me, is kind of a mixture. It's kind of like a, uh, uh, it's kind of like backwoods because there's, there's plenty of rocks and roots, but then there's jumps too. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of got all, a little bit of everything. Right. So, but yes, yeah, pretty interesting. Jordan, yeah, he wasn't able to ride it last year. No, so, I haven't. So I've actually never been on it. Um, but I mean, dad speaks very highly of it, which is a big deal. I mean, that's a, <laughs> yeah. if, if he says good things, then it's probably pretty good. So right. hey, I'm, I'm, I appreciate that endorsement. So. Well, I think a lot, it's one of those trails. I feel like if, if you, uh, the first time you ride it, you're like, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> And like you said, Josh, it, it's learning the trail. I mean, yeah. I, I heard one guy come through the first lap, and he's like, man, this is a lot harder than what I thought it was going to be. But then, you know, I think as a, 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 the laps and time went on, you know, he got to, he got it down, down, down pat, got a flow to it. And yeah. that's what Roger said also was that, you know, first lap, you, know, you kind of had to remember where stuff was at. Sure, right. But yep. it's a, it's a, it's a, I, th- I think it's an awesome trail. Yeah, things will still sneak up on me. And I've been <laughs> riding it for four years now, so. Right, right, right. So, but yeah, we, uh, it's, how far is it now? Six mile? There's, there's six actual miles of, of biking trail that you could bike. Um, mm-hmm. We've had to leave out some sections for the race just because it's right next to a cliff or uh, <laughs> you have to backtrack, double track to, you know, to hit it all. Um, and those places aren't, you know, totally off limits. It's just something you want to be with somebody and be fully aware of what you're doing. And, man, when you're bleeding out your eyes because you're, you know, dying for oxygen, <laughs> not exactly what you want to be right next to. Yeah, yeah, that one cliff, I, I mean, I didn't pay that much attention to it because when i rode out there that day it was you know i wasn't like really i mean i was going hard but i wasn't in race mode right so i was like whoa (laughs) (laughs) but to me the 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 the, you got a lot of different features on that uh, trail but to me the the feature that stuck out the most was i call it the octopus roots (laughs) (laughs) is it right near that it's right near that cliff ain't it or at the end there that's the one cliff that we do go near and that's only maybe 15 feet high or something it's not real bad right um and you're going pretty slow when you're right next to it but yeah that tree is still there so (laughs) they'll get get to see the octopus oh but that was so funny i mean Josh, you got an octopus living here. <laughs> uh, Are you guys going to have another uh, ride day? I know you had one last year um, where people could come down and ride the ride the trails. I didn't know if you planned on doing that again or not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, March 19th. Is that correct, Josh? Yes. Yeah, March 19th. And like you'd mentioned it before, Keith, but uh, 
definitely if anybody wants to come ride before then just uh message me um and i'll i'll try to work something out either give you a tour or give you a map and point you in the right direction um we've already let's see slam and sammy came down uh last week and rode uh when it was Uh-oh. still dry so uh man he's trying to get a jump start on everybody so. <laughs> <laughs> hey if if uh slam and sammy ain't done too much too soon he, he he he'll be a lot tougher this year yeah yeah but i think sometimes you can you know sometimes you could kind of run into that and you could uh peak too soon so to say yeah Sure. So we'll have to maybe ain't. We'll have to see. We'll see what's going on with slamming Sammy. Uh now the question we gotta ask though, and you referred to it earlier, Josh. Uh oh. Is the Bigfoot and multiple <laughs> multiples of Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> and I I will throw a wrench into this because I think it's gonna change a lot of people's perspective. Okay. Okay. Now, a lot of people would say, "What would you say, Jordan? Bigfoots or big feets?" I don't know. Probably big. <laughs> probably big feet. Like okay. if I saw it and just had to say it really fast without thinking, just okay. because, like you know, in your head you pluralize feet, foot okay, into feet, you know. So. Right, right, right. Uh, okay. The mayor of Chicago. Her name is Lori Lightfoot. Right. Now, let's say you went by the park and Lori Lightfoot's family was having a family reunion and they was a bunch over there. <laughs> would you say, oh, look at all those light feats? <laughs> you wouldn't say that, would you? No, I guess you'd say light foots. <laughs> yeah, light foots. That's what I would say. Yeah. So I think anybody that says big feats is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right well, i mean i'll tell i tell you what my oldest daughter said she's 11 okay well that all right this will settle it right here <laughs> she said run daddy <laughs> none run 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 get, oh get away <laughs> okay all right makes sense i guess if you see a bunch of you might all... but who said why why would you run some bigfoot who, well, I mean, that's true. Maybe. Big, uh, who? I mean, Bigfoot's not aggressive. <laughs> Has anybody ever been killed by a Bigfoot? Well, you never heard about them. That's right. Nobody. Maybe he just maybe live to tell the tale. Shovels and yeah, sh- uh, shovels and shuts up real well. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe yeah. Maybe you don't say nothing. That's usually what people get when people do crimes and they get caught. Mm-hmm. That is uh, what that's how they get caught. They get caught uh, 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 talking about it. Yep. <laughs> so I don't know. But what is so funny? All right, we know they ain't no Bigfoots, right? Right, <laughs> Jordan. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I thought you were asking Josh. I didn't know who you were talking. To. I was asking Jordan. Thinks there's Bigfoot, but <laughs> but they are a whole culture of people that look for those. Supposedly, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what they're doing. But how? <laughs> you know, how, how do you base your whole weekend on a on, on a Listen, myth? If you yeah. if you have ever seen Ben Callahan's feet, you would be a believer. <laughs> There's got to be something. 
that, that links that. I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> He's got a big monkey suit just out. Well, Ben's not real tall, though. So, I mean. Yeah, that's true. But his feet are big. Yep. What about. Okay. All right. Hold on a minute. Why? Well, they call him. All right. Where did the name Bigfoot come from? I mean, I know it's Sasquatch. Or Yeti. But. Or I don't know. But. What if a Bigfoot really wasn't that big? He just had big feet. Sure. Yeah. Sure. He's like three feet tall. And... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a hobbit. Is yeah. It? A, that would be a hobbit. Yeah. That's a good point. Hobbit foot. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, like I said, you know, we, we ask the tough questions here. Yeah, I'm telling you. And, and, and the world wants to know. Now, I, I remember that once I, uh, like I said, at the Baptist camp <clears throat> one summer, probably, like, well, probably three years ago, I guess. It was, well, it was for the corona hit. I remember, you know, our church, we brought some kids out there, and I remember you bringing that map out and showing me. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Merle and, and maybe so, some other people I knew had rode out there. Yeah, Tyler. Tyler. Yeah. But I mean, Additionally, I thought it was the jump park. <laughs> <laughs> I did because they were, oh, you better be, oh, man, there's a lot of jumps. And, oh, man, you got to be ready to send it. And I was like, what? <laughs> and so I was a little bit put off on it for a little while because yeah. I, thought, I thought, first of all, I don't, I don't like that stuff. <laughs> Say, oh, I can't do it. And then I come out there, I rode that one day, and I was like, well, this is awesome. And, like, and everything has a, 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 a way around it. So Right, right. So that works pretty good too. Yeah, that's the good thing because I'm not big on jumping either. That's, sure. I don't know what happened to me. I think I just got old. <laughs> I mean, I used to, you know, back. I guess when I had a dirt bike, I mean, I, I wasn't like wild man or Mister. I do anything. I was pretty, you know, had a pretty good grasp of what I could and couldn't do. But I think with a bicycle, it's just something I don't do, and. And obviously, something you don't do, you're not going to do well or, or be very confident in it. Sure. And I think that's that's with me. And But I guess I need to get a dropper. Uh, and then, <laughs> I mean, and I've then, got a dropper. I still don't like jumping. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I you know, I'll get airborne sometimes, but I don't. I don't, it freaks me out. I, I really don't like it. it. It's funny too because the main thing on my head is, in my head is like, I could easily break my bike right now. You know, <laughs> yeah. you land wrong and snap the carbon frame and stuff. And that's, that's my main concern. Like my uh, skin will grow back, but that, that is proof that you are a true rider, Jordan. When your first thought is for your bicycle instead of your bone body, <laughs> nope. that, that shows that you are a true rider. Well, now that, I mean, we all ride for different reasons. And, I, and to me personally, I ride for fitness. And I guess with me, I don't want to load my bike up and go somewhere and just do some jumps. You know, sure. like if I load my bike up and go somewhere, I want to put some time and put some miles in. Mm-hmm. And that that's my mindset. And I guess that's one reason why I don't like, you know, like uh, the, the, the place they got up at Berea. Uh, yeah, yeah. What's it called? Silver Creek. Yeah, I mean, that's probably an awesome place to ride, but I don't ever see myself one day loading my bike up, go up there to ride, and just do jumps. Sure. But now, 
I could see myself loading my bike up and going and doing a, you know, two hour ride somewhere, three or four. And mm-hmm. so I, I feel like if I travel, I want to get my money's worth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. I'm, I'm kind of that way too. Even with races too, it's like, you know, I, there's got to be a, a good dollar to mile ratio. <laughs> yeah. I remember, uh, I haven't had a USA cycle membership in years. And, and, uh, I guess the last like, official race I ever done was the Lexington circuit race up there. And I started thinking about it and it was like, you had to pay 25. I don't know what the entry fee was. It's at least 30 bucks. And now obviously it'd be more, I guess. And I'm like, I just paid 30 bucks to race about 45 minutes. <laughs> yep. And, and, uh, I thought, you know, and then I started putting it all together. You know, I thought, well, man, you could do like a mountain bike race, uh, you know, like an endurance race. You, you know, uh, do not really like the big ones, but do the smaller ones and pay maybe fifty and and ride sixty miles or <laughs> or you know mm-hmm. or six hours or something like that. And me personally, I, I think that's what kind of hurt road racing. Well, a lot of things is that first of all. It was really popular, and you know during the Lance Lance times, and and I don't know what it is. And I guess there's a lot of businesses like this. When stuff is booming, they see ways to make money, and they know that people are willing to pay uh, top, you know, not top dollar, but pay to do it. And I feel like they they see money and prices start going up, and but I think it gets to a point where they go. Hey, it ain't worth it. (laughs) I mean, that's kind of what you see with gravel right now, Mm because there's like gravel specific pumps and gravel (laughs) saddlebags and gravel dropper posts for you know gravel bikes and stuff. And it's like that's all they're doing. They're just cashing in on the on the new. Yeah, and uh, there's somebody I I find it on Instagram that I follow, and it and it's memes, and they're usually pretty good. Some of them a little. uh, too edgy for me <laughs> and i can't remember what this uh let me see if i can find out i mean he has the the uh, he has uh the best memes it's gravel something yeah g r v l e memes gravel memes and uh man he, he he has some real good ones or she or i guess it's a he and they're you know they're all pretty make sense they make sense and everything so and they're, you know, not, some of them get a little far out there for me, but it, it's pretty funny. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened with gravel. I said, it's fun, <laughs> but how many, how many gravel races can America have? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot right now. I think eventually it'll start dwindling down because they're, they overlap with each other. Mm-hmm. And eventually, you know, one's going to come out on top over some of the other ones. Right, right, right. You know, our race there at, uh, at the camp, Josh, will be our first race with our electronic timing. Well, it should be. So, Jordan, I really hope that you come to the uh, March 18th ride day or 19th. What? 19th, yeah, 19th. 19th, 19th mm-hmm. ride day because we're going to test it out there. And yeah. we may we may need those we may need somebody with a little bit of computer knowledge to help. Yeah, us that's out. fine. Yeah, I don't I don't mind to help. <laughs> Which yeah, reminds me, I, I need to 
I need to look for you guys a computer. There's a lot right. of stuff out of stock right now, though. Is yeah. The problem I've been Jordan will be like, <sighs> unplug it, hit the yeah. reset button. <laughs> plug it back ten, in. Yeah. 10 seconds, and that should do it. <laughs> I'll have a plunger in the back of my truck. That's about yeah. all I can <laughs> help with. Now, Josh is, is, is a handyman. Josh has got skills <laughs> that if the zombie apocalypse ever comes, <laughs> he'll survive. But us other people, we, we, we'll have trouble making it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of screwed on that front. Yeah. I think I think Alyssa would li- would live for a while. She can. Is she? Oh yeah. You'd be like, save me, Alyssa. Yeah, hey, I'd just be judge, dead weight. So judging from your dad's accent, your dad's gonna live a long time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the Hogtown Hustler. That's his nickname. Hog. Hogtown Hustler. Yeah. Hogtown Hustler. That's his new nickname. Now. <laughs> Josh, you said that you used to race BMX. Now, how, how did you get into BMX? I think uh, I met you. Well, we'll go into where I met you. So that, that's a whole other story or how. But how did you get into BMX? Uh, well, okay. Let me back up just a smidge. Uh, okay. I to uh, Actually, I prepared for this podcast by listening to another podcast. Okay. Uh, Pink Bike came out with her podcast today and uh, it was all on how did you get into mountain biking right so i was like oh, i got a story but uh <laughs> so uh i i started mountain biking when i was 13 which would have been 1992 so that'll date myself but, right so it's my 30 year anniversary of mountain biking right um, oh that's awesome though that's really yeah cool. so i uh i was when I was 10 years old, I had a newspaper route, and I got pretty sick of breaking Walmart bikes. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I just was hard on them. And uh, there was this guy in Barberville, right outside <laughs> of Barberville. You know who I'm talking about, Keith? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that sold quality mountain bikes, which I'd never heard of, out of this little outbuilding in his backyard or side yard. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll go check it out. So we go over there. My dad drives me over there and man, he's got bikes in there that are like 300 bucks and I'm going $300, you know, hundred dollars was about the most expensive bike I'd ever seen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he had some for six or 700 and that was out of my brain. But, uh, anyway, my dad was like, eh, I don't know. I was, yeah, dad i gotta have this bike so i bought a 300 dollar yakota a what a yakota, <laughs> yakota and, uh, never heard of I, yeah no you would i think they probably went out of business probably five years later or something right but uh anyway it was it was a chromoly mountain bike and so we, anyway i bought one some buddies of mine bought bought some and we started mountain biking and which was great because I, I couldn't – I can't dribble a basketball to save my life, and I can't catch a baseball or hit one. So, uh, yeah, so we got into mountain biking and rode – like, that was, like, my passion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just – I rode every – and I loved every aspect of it. Downhill, climbing, uh, trials. Trials was real big back then. Um, there's a movie you ought to watch, Keith, if you can find it. It's called Treads. <laughs> yeah right is yeah i mean it's like the 90s 
like mountain biking. But uh, anyway, so um, yeah, so and it, you know, it helped that Chuck Coffee, the guy that had the little bike shop, mm-hmm. was like he's like the greatest salesman on earth. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yes, let, let's stop right there, right, right <laughs> quick. I'm, I'm serious, George. That guy, and at the time, he sold the two brands. I don't think, I don't even know if they'd let you do it now. He sold Cannondale and Specialized. Yeah, at the I, same time. Yeah. Yeah, right. and and he now this is he sold. I think it's the Lexington Police Department. Do you remember that? Uh, uh, Josh, yeah, he sold, yeah, I think I did. He, he sold them a fleet of bikes all the way down here in Barberville, Kentucky. <laughs> so wow. the Lexington Police Department, a fleet of police bikes. I think they were Cannondales. Yes, yep, yep. They was white Cannondales, and uh, I know. And he, I, he could. Sell, oh man, he could sell. I, I, I don't. You know, he was awesome. But now, if you needed to do something real quick, you couldn't go in there and get out real quick. <laughs> no. <laughs> he might sell you your own shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Sorry to interrupt you, but I yeah, just want no, no. Chuck is definitely probably one of my most unforgettable people of all time. But uh, anyway, so I I done be I done mountain biking from thirteen to nineteen, and uh, when I was nineteen, they put a they were getting ready to put a BMX track in our town. And uh, I just happened to walk into the bike shop one day and the guy that was in charge of it for the city was in there. And Chuck, uh, the guy was like, yeah, I'm looking to, I want to sponsor a rider. And uh, Chuck looks at me and he's like, here's a guy, he'll do anything on wheels. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, I'll try anything. And uh, anything, well, I wasn't big on road biking. But that's a whole nother story. But anyway. <laughs> so, we don't so, want to talk about that. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, I got, he bought me a bike and a helmet. Um, and uh, it turned out, like, they didn't put the track in till like, July, I guess it was. And this was maybe April. And, uh. Man, I had no idea what BMX was. In <laughs> fact, like I'm look, I'm like, hey, you know, I'd seen a magazine or two, but I really didn't know what I was getting into. So, and, so you yeah. got into BMX not knowing what BMX was. Yeah, not really, not I mean, <laughs> seriously, not like I had, I had like a BM, I had a mountain biker's misconception of what BMX was. Right, right, right. You know, so I thought, it, you know, it was launching off of flat jumps. I mean, off of, of like, you know, ramps onto flat landings kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we started looking. Me and another buddy started looking around for BMX tracks, and they had one in Morristown, Tennessee. And uh, so we were like, man, we're going. So we loaded up in my old family's 12-passenger van and took off down there. And on the way down, we're like, well, what class are we going to ride? <laughs> I mean, we don't, we don't know. We so, don't. You, so you wasn't going just to, to ride. You was going to race? Yeah, yeah. I'd never been on a track before in my life. <laughs> I had no idea what I was getting into. And uh, we're, well, okay, so I'll back up just a hair. I'd raced a few mountain bike races. Okay, okay, okay. 
and did pretty good. And when I was young, you know, of course, everything was a lot shorter then, uh, distance wise, but, um, but I even raced one year at Ski Butler. I raced in the, I think it was, it was the 16 to 20 year old class or something. I don't remember. It was whatever it was. I was 15 years old and wanted to, I jumped into the, the older class because mm-hmm. I wanted more competition. Right. So I was a little bit cocky. And, <laughs> and I actually, I got like fifth in that race. So I did really good, you know, for a, small time race but uh so i thought yeah i can do this i can do this bmx stuff i can pedal like crazy right which wasn't untrue but i didn't understand anything about skill right (laughs) and uh so i'm talking to my buddy and i'm like you know what i'm just gonna sign up expert (laughs) I i can pedal oh man we get down there and i get out of the the van and i see the track and i'm like i'm looking at the first turn and it it is it's 12 feet tall right the first turn and i'm going i have no idea what i'm doing (laughs) so (laughs) fortunately i had enough humility to to register as beginner right and uh oh man but but hey racing my first race I, I won the first, I won, I didn't win the race, but I was always winning to the first turn. Right. Because I could pedal. Right, right. But after that, I would crash or <laughs> do something stupid and I'd just get, oh man, I was all messed up. But it was, it was so much fun. I got addicted right then. Right. And uh, when I got back to Barberville, I realized like they had no one to build the track no one had ever even really seen a track. They had, right. they had the city guy workers out there with the uh, backhoe just piling up dirt here and there. <laughs> and I'm going, this is not BMX. I mean, I don't know BMX. But this Sounds like is. a boondoggle <laughs> event. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Hey, yes. hey, hey, we may get into BMX. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so long story short, I got to design the track, even though I didn't hardly know what I was doing. And uh, uh, and then ended up basically kind of running it. Um, I had a guy over me in charge of me, but uh, I had to figure out how to do the scoring, how to uh, just figure out how to arrange the motos um, and qualifying rounds and all that stuff. And uh, now, Keith, are you breathing hard into your mic? No, I don't think I am. It might be on my shirt. <laughs> Sammy just tried to call me here, and I was trying to figure out. Yeah, yeah I was getting a little background noise there, too. <laughs> well, is it gone now? Yeah, yeah, it's yep. good. I think what it was is I leaned back, and uh, uh, it was a rubbing on my shirt. Gotcha. <laughs> Go ahead, though. Go ahead. I don't I'm sorry, remember but... where I was at. <laughs> oh. What did it sound like? <sighs> Sounded like the ocean. Oh, okay. I was probably moving. It's probably going back and forth on my shirt. Uh, I wonder if something's messed up with registration or something. Sammy sent me a message. We've, we've had nine sign up. So. Yeah. So, yeah there's, there's nine people on there. So. Right. All right. Good deal. Good deal. Sorry about interrupting you, V. Yeah. Uh, I have that track at Barberville. 
it went through about three or four makeovers over three years, I think it was, four right. years. Right. Um, yeah. So, but I mean, I, I loved it enough that, uh, I went from, I went from beginner to expert in about two years, I guess, mm-hmm. something like that. And then about another year and a half, two years, I went, well, I should have stayed expert, but I went semi-pro. Right. Uh, which was a lot of fun, but it, I wasn't ready for it. I was what they call a moto filler. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Paid in, I paid entry fees so the other guys could have prize money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who, like, at that time, that's probably a little bit after, you know, I, when I was younger, I followed BMX and know some guys, but who, I mean, did you race against anybody, ever race against anybody famous? No, not really. Um, Oh man, I'm trying to think. I mean, there were some super fast guys. Uh, but yeah, out of the group that I raced, uh, no, nah, not really. Um, trying to think. Man, that's been. I mean, it's been over twenty years now, so <laughs> I, it's like it's so hard for me to remember. I can remember the big guys that I looked up to. Yeah, so they were all like in the double A pro category. Um, there was a there were a few guys. Um, they're still like big into downhill mountain biking and uh, stuff, but they're just like local pros. Um, uh, shoot, Jason Sherrill and Will Murray, um, uh, guys that went to Lil- Lindsey Wilson over there back right. in the early days. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I never really raced any big names. You know, Lindsey Wilson has always had a pretty good cycling program, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, they they really have. I mean, it it predates, you know. I mean, it it wasn't long. I want to say right about the same time Union College got a team, they got one. Rats. And uh, that that predates like Rigby and uh, all those guys. Really, was <clears throat> over there before that, so. Yeah, I remember, uh, I guess, you know, Grigsby run the shop here in London, and then he left to go coach over there. Right. And there was somebody after him, wasn't they? Because, well, they somebody between him and Josh. Right, right. Um, yeah, at least one guy. Yeah. Was Josh, he's still over there, isn't he? Yeah, I, I'm a little confused on whether or not – he, he had something up about how they just won the BMX national title. Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. And, but he said something about being, like, the assistant coach for that. So I don't know if he's completely the assistant coach or if he's also the um, – you know, or just the assistant for the BMX program and maybe still the mountain bike coach. I, I really don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know either. Union, I, they they don't have one currently, do they? No, no. Uh, Sean Trink um, kind of transferred or got a better job there, and uh, and then of course COVID kind of shut the whole thing down. Yeah, so I, don't I didn't. Know, I didn't they, know they had stopped their program because that was the the yeah, main one that I knew about was Union. Right. I don't know if they've started it back up or not because they hadn't found a coach the last I'd heard. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, I talked to Sean. It'd been a while back, and uh, 
he said something about that. Well, then they had suspended it, but and I think he said they'd interviewed somebody or something, or but they didn't, it didn't work out as far as coach. So, right. but Union, yeah, like I said, they was national champion uh, one year, wasn't they? And and uh, if they wasn't national champion a lot of times, they was. Yeah, runner-up. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, I want to say they won it maybe two. Right. Nationally, I, I was laughing about it today telling somebody. Because uh, you remember your, your podcast with Schwarm? Yeah, right, right. It, and you were asking him about, um, was there like a, a sign when you come into his town? You know, right. champion or something? Right. He said, no. It's the same way over in Barberville, man. Mountain bikers do not get any recognition. You right. get like. You know, archery, Ugh. fifth grade champion, Ugh. state champion, and stuff, but no national title for the the college team. So, well, you know, I, I don't think you know just people that's not familiar familiar with Union and Barberville. For them to ever have a good cycling team to me is amazing because for this area, I don't. I mean, where did they ride at? I mean, oh yeah, you know. That's the cool thing about it. If you're willing to, uh, well, you got to be a little careful, but uh, if you're willing to go on private land and you know, just not treat it bad, but <laughs> poach the trails a little bit. Yeah. Oh, my word. There are four wheeler trails everywhere. And uh, there were miles and miles of, of four wheeler trails when I started. Um, I mean, it just, it was everywhere. And, you talk about fun. Because uh, when I got started, like, there was, you remember, I don't know, maybe it was way before, but I'm sure you've seen, like, back in the day stuff about the kamikaze out in California. Mm. Mammoth Mountain. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've heard of Mammoth Mountain. I don't know about the kamikaze. Yeah, well, they used, to have a, they used to have a mountain bike race called the kamikaze off of that mountain. Right. And it was basically like this fire road off of the top of that mountain. And they'd get going like 60 miles an hour. And so Holy you got God. guys like John Tomac and right. uh, oh, Missy Giovi and, mm-hmm. and a lot of those. And they're all out there in spandex with a little yep. And they're going like 60, 60 plus miles an hour mm-hmm. on, on, you know, 90s style mountain bikes. You know, the cross country bikes, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh man we loved that and so we found you know we found a couple of old fire roads and uh, we had one in particular that we called kamikaze and we'd we'd hit close to 50 miles an hour on them gosh <laughs> on those old bikes Good lord yeah it was crazy we, we used to be in private land you, you want to tell tell jordan and that story about you coming <laughs> up on that guy hunting oh man oh that was awful uh, so yeah, so there's a there's a radio tower over in Barberville that we called the Hill from Hell um, because it was it was a climb that like I think the fastest I ever climbed that mountain was about 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I mean it wasn't, and I that was back when I was in pretty good shape, and uh, like normal time would be like 2025, 20, and uh, anyway. Um, they, of course there's like, there's signs posted around, no trespassing and everything, but 
we were with Chuck and it was in his neck of the woods. So we're, he was like, yeah, we can get on there. We can go around this. And so we go around and me and this one other guy just kind of take off up the hill and we get a ways away from the pack in uh, our group ride. And uh, we get about halfway up that mountain and there's this bow hunter standing up there. And he's like, man, what are y'all doing on my land? Oh like, gosh. Oh man. And he's like, uh, we're like, man, we're just riding up to the tower. He's like, this is private land. Get off my land. And, uh, we're like, dude, isn't, isn't the radio tower road? Like, don't we have access? And it, at that point, the guy puts a bow, uh, arrow on the string and pulls it back and points it at me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh man. And like, like a dumb idiot, like I was probably, I don't know, 19 years old or something. I'm like getting ready to sass off to this guy. Fortunately, the the guy with me had a level head. Maybe he was over 25 and his brain was developed. But, uh, but he was like, Oh man, we need to get out of here. And at that point it kind of registered. You know what? This is more dangerous than having a gun pointed at you. Yeah. His arm gets tired or his fingers slip. I'm dead. Yep. That is frightening. That is uh, terrifying. So anyway, we turned around and got off that mountain pretty quick. Um, didn't completely learn our lesson because Chuck knew a back way up to that tower. <laughs> <laughs> so we got off that a... <laughs> We went the other way around and still got up to the radio tower, which wasn't on that guy's property, fortunately. But Man. Have, uh, just giving it, you know, called it for the day after that. Yeah, but... well. Uh, <laughs> you know. Probably. You know, it's those things that, like, now that I'm older, I look back on and go, man, that was dumb. Back then, you just, I don't know, you just didn't think of the consequences nearly as much. Well, you know, I always wondered when people do stuff like that, what is their true mindset? Are they just wanting to scare you? Because to me, what he done, pulled that bow and arrow back at you, is pretty much the same as, somebody cocking a gun and pointing at you. And, you know, yeah. anybody that does anything with firearms, you know, you take any classes or anything, say, listen, you never point a gun at anything unless you're ready to destroy it. Yeah. Destroy it. Yeah. And, I mean, that's, you think about that, I mean, that was crazy. What, I mean, what if you'd had a pistol on you and you'd like, pow! <laughs> I mean, legally, you could yeah, have probably was, said, I was just defending myself. That guy pulled a heck, you know? I mean, yeah, but it's Knox County, Keith. I think they would have looked at me and said, <laughs> You're on that guy's land. Right, but I'm not, I'm not saying just that instance, just in general. Right, you know, right. I think, I think a lot of times people need to be careful with like doing oh, yeah. stuff like that because what if, like I said, you was just as crazy as him yeah. <laughs> and you had a pistol or something. Yeah. So I, I Oh man! Like I said, people that do that, I, I, I always wonder if they just do that trying to scare you, or are they just doing that because they're ready to do something. Yeah. I mean, well, that'd be, I mean, could you imagine? Because <laughs> you, you being on the news, to be on news, uh, uh, that guy go to. I mean, would that guy? Would it be worth shooting you with a an arrow just because you was on his land? Yeah. That's what I always think about, like. You know, he could get life in prison for that. 
And it's like, is that really like you really want to go to prison for that? Right. Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, yeah, be on the news. Uh, life in prison for uh, shooting somebody with a bow and arrow. Yep. Well, it's, <laughs> it, it's kind of cracking me up when y'all a while back y'all were talking about. You know, have you ever had any bad experience on on bicycles? And for the most part, y'all hadn't. And mm-hmm. I'm going, man, y'all just didn't come to Knox County. <laughs> but, you know, I've been like in other places. Which, I mean, I don't know, maybe Knox County's worse. I mean, I rode a little bit over in Clay County and a bunch in Jackson County. And I've honestly, the only thing I ever had was somebody like throw something at me. And, well, maybe it is Knox County because I don't know if you heard me tell the story about uh, uh, a car coming up beside me, behind me, and smacking me on the butt. <laughs> <laughs> that was Knox County. <laughs> I believe it. It was. I was. Uh, you were probably in spandex too, weren't well, you? Well, I was. Yeah. It, it's a girl though, so that's why. <laughs> like, that's hey. why I wear baggies. <laughs> well, I'm like, hey, baby. No, hey. no, it made me mad because I mean, this how I think how close it was to me. I mean, they weren't yeah. going fast, but it was over there, like going toward uh, what is it, Doctor Walker's uh, oh, yeah, State yeah, Park? Yeah, the old, yeah, twenty mile loop out. Yeah, Walker. Yeah, yeah, that's Walker. that's that's where it happened at. I bet yeah. you. That, I bet it was that guy that pulled that arrow at you. I bet is is his daughter. Yep. <laughs> well, I'll tell you one more. Chuck Coffee, he uh, he came up on somebody's hot patch once and had mm-hmm. a fully automatic rifle shot at him oh my gosh <laughs> yeah yeah oh i got a good pot patch story but go ahead finish yours <laughs> no nah, that's that's pretty much it okay okay he, he survived all right have you ever had something happen you look back at that and you go ah i understand now <laughs> yes. all right back when we rode dirt bikes uh mom and dad had some land that they had logged and it's, you know, just pretty much a, you know, just scrap land been logged. And that's about the time I said we was riding dirt bike, racing motocross. And so we built us a practice track down there. And uh, it was out in the woods. So it had, you know, really rocky soil. And so it was funny. They'd do dozer work and it would look so pretty. <laughs> you know, it looked groomed. And then it'd come a rain and it'd wash all the topsoil you know, uh, 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 wash it off and stuff. And it, it looked like a gravel parking lot. But anyway, uh, I, I, I would go down there a, a lot of times during the week. It, it wasn't a real long track, and I would just get rocks and throw out of the track. And uh, I was down there one day, and, and one of my neighbors stopped by, and we was friends also. He's a little bit older than me. He said, what are you doing? I said, I had nothing, just getting some rocks off the track. He said, well, I'll help you. He said, I got a hole in the back of my, you know, like a garden hole. Not like, uh-huh. not like a hole, but a garden <laughs> hole. <laughs> and he said, uh, I'll help you. I'm like, okay. And I thought that was weird. I thought, well, maybe he does some gardening. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so it's like, uh, you know, several weeks later, there's a bunch of us down there riding. And, uh, and the far back as you could go on the track, we had a turn back there. And this same guy was on his dirt bike, and he sat back there for a pretty good while, just sat back there on that turn. I thought, well, he's tired, you know, <laughs> rested because he hadn't been riding much. And then, you know, a couple weeks after that, uh, the track wasn't too far from my house, and I thought, I want to take my mountain bike down there and ride it. So I just rode from the house to there. And uh, I turned in to the property, 
and there's somebody in a car behind me, and they stop real quick and get out and go, hey, what are you doing? That's private property. <laughs> and I was like, and I know the guy. He was my buddy's friend. I was like, hey, I can't remember what his name was. It's me, Keith. I guess he didn't recognize me. Uh-huh. Bike get up. Oh, oh, man, man, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. I didn't know. You know, I'm sorry. I didn't know who you was. He said, I know you had trouble with people trespassing. All right. Now, a little bit more time goes along. <laughs> and we had a buddy. We was down there riding once again, and he'd lost his necklace. And he'd walk around the track looking for his necklace. Well, he called me. He said, man. He said, uh, back there in that far turn, he said, there's a path through the woods, and I walked back through there. And somebody had about six marijuana plants planted back there. <laughs> and I said, really? Oh, he said, yes. Yeah. He said, they cut them. He said, they're gone. You can see the stalks. And he said, there's little bowls back there where they packed in fertilizer and stuff. <laughs> and I started thinking about that. I thought, I bet you $100. That was my buddy that had the hoe in his car. <laughs> <laughs> out there doing some gardening yep. yeah i mean yeah he had planted he i guarantee you that was his marijuana back there <laughs> but i was i mean i know we're like getting all kinds of sidetracked here but <laughs> but let me tell you when i raced dirt bikes i was surprised at the number of people that smoke pot man i mean I, I was shocked i mean you think something like that you'd want your senses about you uh but, and it's strange, but I had a I had a buddy that uh, raced BMX, and man, he could he could ride a manual, which is kind of like a wheelie if you don't right, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he could ride one way better drunk than he could sober. <laughs> <laughs> he, could, he could get on the bike, and it was like he was on a unicycle. It was crazy. Well, I mean, it was so funny. Uh, I, I went to Florida with some guys, and. Uh, I know one of them smoked, but I didn't know to what extent. Uh, every when, uh, it's Thanksgiving week down there in Florida, they have what they call the mini O's or mini Olympics, and it's just well, you know, it's just Olympics for like dirt bikes or whatever. I don't know why they call it mini O's or Olympics, <laughs> but it is what it is. You do synchronized swimming on your dirt bike? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was really pretty fun because they had like I don't know they had. They had like a supercross race, you know, for amateurs, and they scored you or an overall and motocross. Right. It, it was really neat and it was fun, but uh, <clears throat> but there's a bunch of people from you know that raced. Well, I ain't gonna say locally, but you know from Daniel Boone hey, that raced there some. We went down there. Now, every night they would come to our room and Sunday'd burn down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and here, and, and at the time, you know, which I still am, I, you know, I was driving the truck, and you know, and they pull drug tests on you, <laughs> random drug test. You're gonna and get I'm second like, hand. I'm like, ah. Oh. So you know, smoke rises, right? <laughs> <laughs> so they can come room and smoke. I just lay on the floor. <laughs> just lay on the floor. Yeah, because y'all the smoke, you know, be up at the ceiling. Right. Well, I, I, no I, I won't be. Yeah, and they know so I'm here one night. I said, Man, you already buzzing, ain't you? I said, No, man, I'm just standing out of smoke. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean this and this guy that I went with, you could tell, I mean, he would just go down the road. I mean, he had he all right. He drove he had a, 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 a Astro van and you know, he had a, an enclosed trailer when we went down there. And it was I mean, and he would just Light up going down the road. <laughs> and one time he got mad at this guy 
for cutting him off. I guess he hadn't had a, a toke in a while. <laughs> and he got mad at this guy, and he just started swerving at him and cussing. And I'm like, I'm like what are you doing? You just got dope. You got pot here on you. I mean, this was 95, I think. Yeah, 95, mm-hmm. 96. So, I mean, it, it wasn't like legal no worse. Yeah. And I'm like, you big dummy. Last thing you need to do is get pulled over. <laughs> it probably looked like Cheech and Chong. If we got pulled over, he rolled the windows down. <laughs> but that, I mean, I was like, gosh, man, that, that, I thought, you're crazy. And, and he was, he was, I liked him better when he smoked, though. He was a lot more chill. <laughs> oh, but it was surprising. But, you know, those, the guys that, that did to watch them race, they were so, they were so smooth. <laughs> I, I guess it chilled them out or something. Yeah. Yeah. Something. <laughs> but it was funny. Uh, <laughs> The guy on the track at the time, he are, oh, yeah, motocross is a great sport. You know, it keeps kids off drugs. I thought, what do you mean keep kids off drugs? <laughs> Their dads are the ones smoking. I guess yep. what they mean. <laughs> uh, I mean, I just thought that was so funny. He, oh, yeah, keep kids off drugs. And, you know, back in the day, and part of its advertisement and logo and stuff, it had, like, just say no. And I thought, yeah. oh, this is the biggest, the biggest lie ever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. He'd be well, burning okay, down. Okay. Back, back to the subject. Uh, what was the subject? I can't even remember. Yeah, where we were talking about, about BMX. And, oh uh, man, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just going to. Uh, 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 Jordan, I'm a huge com- uh, uh, what is supporter of dropper posts, mm-hmm. and uh, like <laughs> so so much so that like my dropper post is not working. I don't want to ride my bicycle. Oh man. I've, yeah. got a, I've, yeah. I've got a backup seat post, and uh, or I had one, and I when my dropper was down because I was servicing it anyway, and uh, and it wasn't working, I wouldn't ride my bike. So, <laughs> I mean, it's that bad. I guess that's a different kind of addiction. But uh, anyway, <laughs> now with that with that understanding of how much I love my dropper post, Keith needs to tell you the story of what happened when we first met. I did. I did. Oh, was that your seat being too high or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know if you'd remember that or not. Yeah. Well, no, you need to tell it to your boondoggle audience. <laughs> well, like I told Jordan, I said, I, I rode that bike at the time I was uh, dating someone prior to my wife, which I love very much. And she's a wonderful lady. <laughs> Yeah. Does anybody know that? She's the one for me. It just took me a while to meet her. Yep. <laughs> but this this woman, a girl, had a little boy, and he got into it, and so I went too. But I also, so I bought a cruiser, 24-inch cruiser, you know. And so I... Uh, was this the indoor track or the outdoor track? No, this was up here in London, the outdoor, I think, where okay. I seen you. And okay. so I rode that bike a lot, you know, and you, you need proper leg extension on a bike, remember? <laughs> <laughs> but nobody told me I didn't need proper leg extension on a BMX bike until you came along, Josh. That was so funny. Hey, man, you got to seat too high. <laughs> and I think I had my bars wrapped, and I think my cable was wrapped like an extra time around the headset, maybe. I don't know. I was amazed. Like a big dork. Did, yeah. I did, all I could think of was, man, that guy is going to get seriously hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to tell him. And, and you're looking did. out for him. Yeah. Right, right, right. So you know, that's where it all began. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's how it all began. Uh, but 
But yeah, that's uh, yeah, I remember that. And you know, they had that track here in London. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you know, and, and that, that's the thing about a lot of things. I mean, I mean, I think everybody's got an idea of what they like and what they wish the town had. But you got to look at: is there a population here to support that? Mm. And you know, in London, you know, I just know from mountain biking and road cycling that it's you know it don't it don't have a real big population of cycling and and bmx i I remember a few people that rode but i think it was one of those things where it was new yeah and and a lot of people got into it yeah yeah a lot of the single speed racers started in bmx as well yeah i know eli orth he started in bmx started racing bmx and then they just transition into like single speed mountain bike racing yeah right no that's cool because it ain't it's just so simple uh all you got to think about is pedaling Mm -hmm. how you handle your bike so yeah it's a it's a lot of fun for sure yeah i just uh like i said it was fun i was racing dirt bikes also at the time and it a little bit of it transitioned over I, i and and I've said this before, the thing that gets me a dirt bike, you know, you see that you ain't got enough oomph to get across something, you got a throttle. Mm-hmm. And a bicycle, you get to a point, you're committed. I mean, yep. there's no, oh, I need <laughs> yeah. to get in the big old pedal stroke right here. Yep. 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 So. Oh, man. Did you Whoa. ever, but you mentioned a Walmart bike. George, did you ever have a Walmart bike? Oh, yeah. Yeah, growing up. I mean, that's what, we used to go camping at uh carter caves mm-hmm. in carter county and we would take our walmart bikes and ride them around the campground all the time they mm-hmm. were just you know run-of-the-mill whatever you know walmart bikes so that's i never i never actually rode a walmart bike like seriously if you know what i mean like I, when i the first mountain bike ride I ever went on i borrowed a bike and then mm-hmm. i bought a bike so i always had like a and a real you know quality mountain bike or whatever so i i think most of us has probably that it's you know got into cycling at one point i thought well well, this walmart bike be be just as good and uh and i i mean i thought that but what's funny is there's a guy i work with and he's same way oh i don't need this i i ain't doing this for rightness racing i just want to do it to get some exercise mm-hmm. if it's heavier it's probably better i get a better workout in <laughs> let me tell you he did not mountain bike with that thing hardly any but you know he about destroyed that thing i mean if it wasn't for me like making him good deal on some spare parts or mm-hmm. giving him some spare parts that bike would have been toast in less than a month and it, it, somebody i talked to somebody the other day that had bought one and they said that nothing was working on it when they got it. Oh, it was uh, Tyler, my friend Tyler. Well, you know who he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I, somebody bought a Walmart bike and and it wasn't shifting. And and he said I worked on it. And he said I got it the best I could. But he said they never even had used it yet, and it was pretty much unrideable. <laughs> so that was the worst thing when I worked at the shop in Moorhead. Oh, yeah, somebody would bring in a Walmart oh. bike, like an old one. And right. they would say, you know, fix this up, give it a tune up or whatever. And you knew right then and there, like, 
it's going to be an all day project be mm. just because like, you know, even if it's just shifting, you know, you're like, oh, that shifting's kind of off. I'm going to tighten this cable up. And then all of a sudden the bearings are all over the place and no cables are ran. You got to run all new cables and the forks on backwards. The brakes don't work. You know, it's, it's a mess. They were at what point, Jordan, did you have to look at them and go, you know, the cost of just working on this is going to be more than what you paid for it. They, uh, I did have that conversation, you know, with, with a few people and this, this one guy, I mean, this bike was rough. I mean, it was, you know, all rusted out. It didn't have anything on it. It didn't have a crank on it or anything like that. And, you know, those square tapered bottom brackets and stuff are not easy to come by and all this other stuff. And I was like, you know, the, the amount of work it's going to take me to do this, you can buy like five of these at Walmart, yeah. you know? And he said, well, you know, I, I always, I'll pay, you know, I'll pay up for quality work or whatever. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you don't understand. <laughs> this is not going to be quality work. Yeah. So, yeah, I did have to. I mean, there were a few times I had to have that conversation. A lot of people, most of the time, they were college kids and they understood. You know, right. they were like, oh, okay. And then they were like, well, I'll just go buy a new one then or, or whatever. And, but I did actually ha end up having some people that would, would, you know, I'd say, you know, it's going to be gonna cost you less to go buy a new one than it is to work on this one and they would go buy a new one and then bring it in to have <laughs> me run through it which was a lot better they're yeah, still not yeah. great but it was a lot great. better so yeah i don't think uh i don't think people realize that that when they go to buy uh when they go to buy one if something happens to it you know what's it gonna cost i mean if you like i said you you I say you destroy a wheel. I mean, you you're not going to if you get a good wheel, it's going to be cost more than what your Walmart bike yeah. costs, oh, yeah. you know, total. Oh, yeah. So, well, that's the thing too. You know, somebody would ask, you know, well, I destroyed this rim, like they backed over it with a car or whatever, and they'd be like, "Can I replace it?" And it's like, well, I mean, you know, a a real bike shop can't get those wheels, you know, yeah. the that are made out of like cardboard. So right. you have to, you know, and I'd have to show them like this wheel is going to cost $60. Like that's the cheapest wheel we can get. And that's like, right. a, you know, a third of the cost. Right. So it was, yeah, there were, there were some conversations like that. It's never a fun time. Yeah. Uh, I was, uh, we'd done that creeper trail down our Abington, West Virginia, and the rear hub messed up on the bike I was riding. And, you know, it, it was my bike. And uh, so uh, there's a bike shop right there, actually two or three, and I thought, well, a cheaper wheel, you know, I don't know, ain't that much. Mm -hmm. I, I was just going to see, I was going to see if they let me just buy one off a bike and they buy a replacement. Well, they wanted 300 Is it three? I, I don't know. It's three, $400. Just for like a generic rear wheel. Yep, it doesn't really surprise me. <laughs> and I mean, are are they that much or? Well, not not like stock wheels. I'm not sure what they were trying to pull over right. on that one. But... Right, right. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, but it depends too. You know, it depends on the kind of bike. Um, but you know, a, a full wheel set would cost close to two hundred. 
you know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Thing. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, uh, you know, probably right, not now, but probably back then, which is probably 2018, 17, 16, around that time, I mean, bike shops had all kinds of stock. And it was a bike shop that also had a fleet of rental bikes. So, you know, to me, I figured that, you know, they was willing, like I said, they was willing to sell me a wheel off a bike or sell me a wheel. I can't remember which. But it was like $300. I was like, oh, yeah. that's all right. So I really I mean, it's possible that they thought you meant the wheel set, like all of it. I don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> Just a real wheel? Yeah, that's what they call it. <laughs> yeah. Jordan's trying to find the best in all everything. Yeah, I'm trying to think yeah. of why they would say that. But, yeah, no, that's a that's a bit. Oh man, but I was so I don't know. I end up renting a a, a a specialized what's those generic mountain bike rock hopper. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So that was funny. I tell you what, I'm not doing very good on the codes. Uh, it's funny. I got these codes set up, and none of them's working. I'm getting all these messages. Mine worked. I know. I think it's somebody. I think it's. There. I think I, I. This registration site is. Uh, uh, it. It. I don't know. You when you do something, you've got to confirm. Uh, twice that you've done it. Like you could, like you change something. You got to mash okay, and then you got to go over and you got to hit save. It changes again. So it's just. It's probably me. I gave you that. While you're trying to figure out the uh, code there, Keith, let me ask Jordan a question. Right All right. Go right ahead. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was just curious how you're doing health-wise, if you're going to be able to race a lot this summer or um, what's going on with all that. So I'm hoping so. Um, I just did a pretty big ride with uh, Brian Schwarm mm -hmm. that uh, – it was like 65 miles, pretty difficult, you know, a lot of climbing and stuff. And I didn't get sick. Um, I don't really have an answer for it, like why it's happening still, um, which is, you know, kind of unfortunate. The closest that they've gotten to trying to figure something out is, is hyperventilation syndrome. So your body will go into hyperventilation like rapidly all of a sudden. And then, um, it produces the symptoms that I've been dealing with, like the, the dizziness and the sickness. And, um, so I don't know. I, I I'm hoping like, I'm, I'm kind of glad that Keith is starting early so I can kind of test the water, see how I do before I sure. sign up for, you know, something that's more expensive and is going to require a lot of travel time. <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Does it, do you notice it more like an indifference type of, riding like maybe the trails got a lot of extra climbs or just not, a lot more intensity or you know not really it's happened at, for everything you know it's it's been it's happened on the road it's happened gravel riding and mountain biking um sometimes it's happened 30 miles in and sometimes it doesn't hit until you know 60 miles or 70 miles in so i don't know it, it makes it even more difficult when i don't know anything about it and i don't know if it's going to happen and which makes it even scarier too because it's always in the back of my head and then it's like right. oh my 
do I actually feel sick or am I just thinking about it too much? And so I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that I get to do some, if, if not, you know, I'll, I'll do all the local stuff and be happy with that, but we'll see. What, uh, what other races had you kind of planned on doing? Uh, I typically do the Mohican every year. Um, Right. And then, you know, if they were going to do Kohuta again or the big frog again, I, but yeah, I they, they're I doing that, but that. yeah, they are. And I forgot when they was doing it though. It seemed like they moved it or no, they moved the Mohican, didn't they? No, they, they moved the, the big frog cause it got canceled due to COVID and then it changed hands. So now another group takes care of it or does it. And then it got switched again. So I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea what it's, what the plan is yeah i think uh the people that uh mountain gold adventures that put on fool's mm-hmm. gold and southern cross i think uh, i think her name's lisa randall she is the one that's uh running Kohuta and, and big frog now yeah yeah and they so, do a they do a fantastic job with yeah it. yeah you know i mean it's always they always had, have great events it's just, i don't know if it's actually happening or not I had kind of aspirations of doing uh, Southern Cross, and then I don't know, man. Everything went south. <laughs> I got yeah. COVID, and, and that just that wiped me out for about three weeks. I mean, I, it wiped me out from not doing anything for like almost two. But as far as really being motivated, and I don't know, mm-hmm. man. Then then uh, my work schedule changed due to uh, <laughs> my driving suspension. So. <laughs> <laughs> when's that go off oh it's off now i'm back driving that's i'm dragging i'm kind of dragging tonight because i started back last thursday i got you and uh you're out of shape yeah (laughs) truck driver out of shape imagine that (laughs) what's funny i don't know how to take this a lot of times people look at me are you a truck driver i'm like yeah well you don't look like one <laughs> now you know thanks supposed... I... no, you good? don't have a belly yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. Well, I, I know but I, i'm kind of mad you, just, you don't look awful so yeah that, yeah you don't look yeah oh man and you, you know what i can't figure out is uh, as a truck driver you, you have to take a uh a physical every two years and i'm like you know you go to a truck stop and you go whoa you know, how does that guy pass oh, physical? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't understand that. So, is it just to tell you how bad you're out of shape? Uh, you know, it's, you can have certain conditions and they won't let you drive. And I think maybe diabetes is one of them. I don't know. I mean, you know, I've not had no bad report or nothing, but I know you can't like be on narcotics. Yeah. Well, for obvious reasons. Yeah. And so, but yeah. And I think if you, uh, got sleep apnea they i don't know there's a lot of things that they won't that they kind of i don't know if they won't sleep give your license or, yeah really that's yeah an odd, that's an odd one i don't i yeah uh i mean i know drivers that take got those breathing machines and they take them on the road with them yeah. sleep in the truck and i don't know how anybody sleeps one of those things <laughs> <laughs> you know i've seen the the inside of some of some of the bigger ones they they're not bad. They got no, 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 not 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 the truck. No, I, I, I oh, listen. I, no, I'm talking about the breathing machine. How does oh. anybody? Oh, I, let me tell you what. I see. My wife ain't here. 
she can't hear me. I sleep better in my truck. Than I do at home. <laughs> I mean, I, I I don't I the run to haul now isn't over the road, but when I step over the road, man, I sleep better over the road. And I think what it is is you you know you're you're there. You're sleeping in the truck. There's nothing to do. <laughs> so, right. You know, you're, it's not you're like, just there. Yeah. Right. I mean, it ain't like you're like, oh, man, I can get up and you know watch tv or, or something like that so I, I i slept better on the road but i yeah i saw about those breathing machines i don't know how in the world people sleep with those so uh well josh there's a lot of stuff we didn't even touch on like yeah. camp i think i really don't touch on that because i mean you work with it's for the kids and at church i work with the kids so i you know we got I, i'm sure we got some good stories <laughs> man uh. Well, that's the problem with, like, when somebody asks me a story, it's like my brain goes blank. Right. You know, throughout the day, it's like, oh, yeah, let me tell you about this time. It happens all the time. Like, I'll do that. Like, somebody will ask what I do for work or something, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. it just goes goes away. I'm completely (laughs) blank on it. And I'm like, I don't – I have a job. I know I do, but (laughs) – Oh, but Joshua – We'll get you back on, but man, I tell you what, working with kids is is, is such a uh, trip. Y- yeah, <laughs> I mean, and he, yeah, I mean, oh, one minute, oh man, this is a great kid. Next minute, like, man, I like rip your head off. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you know, I've had a time or two where I just, I just wanted to find the kid and say, you know, you're not in trouble. But I, I just want to know your thought process. Was yeah. there a thought process? Yeah. How did you? Why did you think this was a good idea? So, but then I found adults are like that too sometimes. Yeah. Well, let me tell you what this this one girl. She, uh, man, she, she's a wonderful girl. Like I mean, she you know, she gets in a little bit of trouble, but far as just personality wise, she is. I'd give her like a ten. Cause she roasts me and she's good at it, but she's only like in middle school. I don't know if she's in middle school. I guess she's in middle school. She come up to me one day and she said, let me measure your forehead. I'm like, why? Well, I just want to measure your forehead. So she took her hand and put like her pinky at my eyebrow and the rest of her hand, like up toward my hairline. And she said, Whoa, hold on a minute. Like you got like a, instead of a forehead, you got like an eight head. <laughs> Because <laughs> she took put both her fingers up there before she you know she, she hit, hit my hairline. Yeah, she so ain't got a forehead. You got a hate eight head. Oh goodness! <laughs> oh, so that was funny. Well, Josh, but we'll let you go and we'll get you back on. Like I said, we got like major sidetracked and stuff. And yep, yep. That's kind of what. But this we had a good story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, this was a boondoggle. <laughs> <laughs> It just, it just went it just went everywhere yep. so looking at the registration right here we got 15 right now i know so, i was looking at that so all right well hopefully we'll get a lot more uh for uh your race there josh yep yep about 21 I, I don't know i think the small not well like the shorter distance races it seems like people wait like, almost up to the event before they sign up for those I don't know why. I think so. Well, and the the time of year too, because I'm I'm kind of like that as well. Where I'll wait just because of the weather. You know, I don't want to sign up and then it rain out or something. Right. Um, 
especially on a trail system like that because you know we don't want to destroy the trail or anything i don't think josh cares do yeah no honestly like as few times (laughs) as it's written it's like it actually probably does it some good (laughs) so but uh yeah no i mean it definitely like I, i remember last year when it got started raining right at the end and your dad came in and was like, <laughs> lick out there. So, I mean, it does definitely get dangerous, but mm-hmm. the ground is so sandy that it'll take a lot of rain um, beforehand. Uh, but then again, the roots stay slick, you know, so there's that to consider too, just safety for riders and stuff. But Right, right, right. Well, Josh? It's good having you on, and we'll have you. Well, actually, we'll have to get back on. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, I, before, sure. before we got into this, I thought, oh, we got Josh, how he got started, how I met him, BMX, <laughs> mountain biking, the trail. Then we got well, the we camp. T- we talked to, yeah, we talked a lot of, I mean, we, you know, I think we touched on a lot more than you think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess we did. But I, I really, I think we really need to point out the, the camp and what you all do, but mm-hmm. but we got a little bit fluttered. We, we may, we'll, we'll get you on again. <laughs> For the race. Sounds and, uh, like a winner. All right. We'll see you. All right, man. See you later, Josh. All right. See you. Yeah, Jordan. Have a good one. You right. too. Oh, yeah. I was a little bit distracted here. I got a few messages about the race and or the sign up for 45, and I was trying mm-hmm. to do that and talk. Ah, you'll get mo- it figured I, out. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm not a multitasker. Yeah. I wouldn't worry. You'll, you'll get it. Yeah. You'll I mean, everything's working out. good. It's just, uh, you know, I had about four or five messages right in there and that. So we might ought to rethink the podcast and the sign up on the same <laughs> on night. The same night, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, well, Jordan, I'll let you go, and uh, we'll All right. uh, we'll get us another going here in a couple of weeks. Got a couple of different guests got in mind, and and uh, we'll we'll just go from there. All right, sounds good. All right, see. Good talking to you. All right, it's good talking to you. Bye. Yep. See you. All right, we want to thank everyone.